This is a WTOP original podcast. Coming up in this episode of Target USA. The stunning attack on Brazil's capital by election deniers. There was a bit of a surprise. I don't think we were expecting this kind of uh, event. Rodrigo Chia, a transparency activist in Brasilia, the capital of Brazil. Though we did uh, follow the U.S. script for the last two years, you know, like questioning elections and uh, always uh, questioning uh, democratic uh, institutions and so on. But as everything was was uh, kind of normal in the last week or the last 10 days, we're not expecting such a thing. It all evolved very quickly in the last two, two or three days. Coming up on this episode of Target USA. The National Security Podcast. From WTOP in Washington, D.C., this is Target USA. Russia could render huge harm to this country. North Korea's secret missile. Capable of reaching the whole of the United States. Dangerous terrorist. D.C. is repeatedly mentioned as someplace they would like to seek an attack. Cyber criminals. Decryption successful. America has a target on its back. And on this program, we investigate the threats, the people behind them, the agencies fighting them, and the impact on you. This is Target USA, the National Security Podcast. I'm J.J. Green. On Sunday, January 8th of this year, a very disturbing riot took place in Brasilia, Brazil. Thousands of people stormed the seat of power. They essentially were upset and were there to avenge claims about election fraud suggesting that the new president, Luiz Ignacio Lula da Silva, had stolen the election from the former president, Jair Bolsonaro. We spoke with an activist in the region about it. We're talking with Rodrigo Chia. He is in Brasilia, and uh, he has graciously uh, accepted to join us to talk about just some very disturbing events that have taken place in Brazil in the last, over the weekend here, uh, and essentially the same thing that took place in the U.S. on January 6th in 2021 seems to have unfolded in Brasilia uh, over the weekend. Rodrigo, thank you for being here. Yeah, thank you for having me. So, what exactly happened? Well, that was a, though we have seen a lot of, of incredible things lately, there was a bit of a surprise because last week we had uh, uh, Lula finally uh, being, uh, I mean, getting into the presidency effectively. So I don't think we were expecting this kind of uh, event, though we did uh, follow the U.S. script for the last two years, you know, like questioning elections and uh, always 
questioning uh, democratic uh, institutions and so on. But as everything was was uh, kind of normal in the last week or the last 10 days, we're not expecting such a thing. It all evolved very quickly in the last two, two or three days. Okay, so what exactly is that thing? Explain to the folks who don't know what happened in Brasilia. Tell, them, tell us what happened. Yeah, on Saturday, uh, we it started on social media. Uh, a lot of profiles uh, uh, recruiting people to come to Brasilia and do something. It was not exactly clear what was to be done, but uh, a lot of buzzes started to head to the capital. And soon uh, it became a little bit clearer that the intention was to go to the, the palaces. Yeah, we have three palaces, one for the Supreme Court, one for the presidency, and one for the Congress. And, but all of this evolved so, so quick. And by Sunday afternoon, like 2 p.m. local time, there were a lot of people marching to this area. And soon they started to force their entry in the palaces which is where these powers uh, actually uh, function yeah. and started to destroy things, uh, enter uh, rooms, the, the, the session rooms in, in Congress, uh, basically destroying everything, you know, yeah. from working places to uh, artwork and historic documents and so on. So this means, based on what you were saying, you know, there were these calls on social media to, for people to come to the Capitol. And then all of a sudden these buses started to arrive. You know, there had to be some level of organization to this. Uh, and it seems to me just looking at the images of what's taking place or took place, you know, there are people smashing windows. And when you look at some of the images of people being arrested, et cetera, it looks as though there was some serious degree of coordination. Um, do you get the same sense? And have you heard uh, anything that might add some credence to that? Yeah, we have an ongoing investigation on those organizations. Uh, and we know for a fact that there are groups financing it, for example. Uh, we don't know exactly if there is a formal organization, well, a very well-structured organization, but there is certainly people financing it, like uh, renting or seating the buses to come here, even paying people to participate in, in these acts. What is what really shocked us is the fact that the local authorities 
did basically nothing to 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 fight it because here in the capital we are used to protests and sometimes they are huge protests and uh, in the last I would say in the last uh, 10 years at least police uh, forces have been very strict controlling it sometimes uh, resorting to, to violence yeah and we we didn't see any of that yesterday you know they there are scenes from of of policemen even taking pictures with these people and wow. uh, doing a very uh, light search in in the backpacks and so on so it was everything was really strange and and yeah. leads us to believe that you know authorities didn't do anything to to avoid it rodrigo um i want to ask some serious questions about what you just said but first yeah. i think to make sure people know who you are and what you do you work in brasilia in the capital area you work at an ngo or with an ngo explain exactly what it is that you do there yeah, I'm involved in an NGO that uh, basically advocates transparency and uh, social participation in public matters. So we are used to, to oversee the local government. And, uh, and okay. uh, we, we also have this experience of some, somehow knowing what happens when uh, protests like this I mean, from all sorts of uh, demands happen. So, and and what happened yesterday was very different. You, 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 as you have explained, have been working at this for a while, and 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 have seen a lot of protests. Have you ever seen anything like this? No, not at all. I mean, we have just to give you an example. We have. Uh, 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 teachers protesting for better uh, wages and working conditions. We have students protesting. We have uh, small farmers protesting. And uh, sometimes they're allowed to go on to even reach these regia where are all the heads of government, but uh, they are never allowed to do what happened yesterday. And they and when they can get there, you know, they are thoroughly searched. Anything that resembles a, a weapon or, or something that can be used as a weapon is taken away. They can even take, uh, for example, flags and so on. And yesterday we saw people using gas masks, uh, even hand, handguns. Wow. So, you know, we have... Uh, we have uh, a, a reporter, which was uh, which had a, who had a, a handgun pointed to his head for doing his work, and uh, it doesn't wow. happen. It just doesn't happen. You know, you can believe me, it doesn't happen. When when the authorities doesn't want it to happen, it doesn't happen. So, Rodrigo, about those authorities, one source has mentioned to me, and 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 by the way. Um, just looking a little bit broader at this situation, 
Last week, we heard that former President Bolsonaro was in Florida, now in Orlando or something like that. A source mentioned to me this morning or today that the man who used to run police was there with him as well. And listening to what you're saying about this um, lethargy or the fact that the police are not didn't seem to be doing anything. They just let it happen. Seems to suggest, and that's all this is, a suggestion that there might have been possibly some knowledge or some kind of involvement. Or or it just seems odd that the man who used to be the police head or chief or whatever is with the man in the U.S. whom these people are protesting on behalf of claiming an election was stolen from him. Do you see any connection here? Yeah, we don't know exactly where this guy is. Just to, to make it clear, uh, this guy was the former minister, security minister uh, in the go- Bolsonaro government. And uh, this year he was appointed uh, the local, the security secretary for the, the federal district. Which he, which he was before, which he had been before. So uh, we all know what is, which are the, the his political views, uh, and he, though he is allegedly in vacation in Florida, he's responsible for the local security. He was, no. And uh, like I said, information, there was plenty of information in social media. And uh, I mean, any basic intelligence would gather it, would uh, know something was about to happen and would organize forces to avoid it. So I can't say he somehow was involved in the planning of it, but uh, he certainly allowed this to happen by doing nothing or almost nothing that I, that we can say for sure so what is the state of the situation now um and and by the way this looks to me like this was a coup an attempted coup this that's what this looks like and an attempted overthrow of the government but there were no i don't think on sunday nobody was working uh, well, a lot of the, the folks that, that head the government were not working, and certainly they had no no chance to get anywhere near President Lula. But it looks like a coup. But um, do you get the sense that this is under control? Because we've heard that hundreds of people have been arrested. And so where does the stand right now? Yeah, I'd like to point some differences between what happened here and what happened in the U.S. two years ago. Uh, First, uh, things were already done here. There was nothing, uh, there is nothing that can be changed, I mean, uh, in an institutional way. I mean, I know in the U.S. it would be really strange if something happened, but as far as I know, uh, I mean, Mike Pence could do something, could, uh, you know, not uh, recognize some results or not go on with procedures. I mean, if that would happen to something more relevant, we don't know, but he could somehow uh, 
make things messy there. there. You know, here we were ahead of that. Uh, so we can't really say what was their goal, what they what they wanted, or if they wanted any specific thing other than uh, cause chaos like they did. You know, uh, and and also the uh, the former president Bolsonaro uh, did not went on public to say anything. I mean, he, like he maybe maybe he said something by not saying anything, but you know he was not uh, in public saying like Trump was there. So there are uh, uh, some differences uh, in this. Like we cannot uh, name a, a leader of this whole situation or a group. There, there are not any specific demands. Like uh, we want new elections or we want Lula uh, uh, out of power. I mean, there, there is nothing stated in this sense. But uh, from yesterday to today, uh, authorities seem to have uh, gathered control of things. There were thousands of people arrested. Uh, apparently, the, lo the local police and arrested. What? You said there were thousands of people arrested? Yeah. There was a group uh, like camped in front of. Uh, the headquarters of the, the army headquarters here and they were all taken to to the federal police. You know, wow. you know, they are in custody right now. Wow. There were like uh, 2,000 people there. And there were hundreds of people who were involved in yesterday events. They were also arrested. And uh, unlike yesterday when uh, police forces and military people seem to be hesitant to do something. They apparently are following orders today. So yes. we have a federal intervention here in the federal district. Uh, there is a, a temporary security secretary and things seem to be going as close as possible to normal right now. But we don't know for sure. We can't say for sure. Okay. Well, Rodrigo, um, just one last thing. Um, how would you describe the mood of the people there? Uh, you've told me yourself that you're still digesting this, but how would you describe the mood of Brazilians uh, in Brasilia and beyond there that you've heard from? Yeah. I think uh, other than the Bolsonaro loyalists, nobody's supporting this. I mean, even people who doesn't like the, the new government, you know, seeing the scenes that we saw yesterday, uh, like uh, copies of the Constitution being torn off and artwork Precious artwork being destroyed, uh, public spaces invaded and destroyed. I don't see them as, you know, supporting this kind of 
behavior and uh, maybe it will even uh, weaken the the bolsonaro movement you know because only the 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 more uh, radical his his more radical followers will be still with him yeah. and, and and lots of them are in prison right now anything i haven't asked you about that you think is important i think uh, there's one one very important thing that is the international uh, support for the new government. Uh, a lot of heads, heads of state and uh, of prime ministers and other authorities have publicly supported the new government and uh, criticized everything that happened yesterday. And, as you know, Brazil is a huge country. We have uh, important commercial relations with a lot of countries, with the US, with the European Union, with the Arab countries. And uh, when this kind of support is, is happens in so fast as it happened yesterday, it's very meaningful and very important to, to help preserve democracy here. Well, Rodrigo Chia, thank you for um, talking with us today. Rodrigo Chia works in Brasilia uh, and is very closely monitoring the situation. He works at an NGO there and um, is instrumental in transparency activities, uh, watching the government there. Rodrigo, thank you. Uh, hopefully we'll get back and have a chance to talk with you again soon. Thank you, and thank you for... Uh taking news from here to the U.S. I think it's very important that the American public uh, know exactly what is happening here and can show support. Any kind of support is important. Thank you. That's Rodrigo Chia. He's a transparency activist in Brasilia, Brazil. That conversation took place on January 9th. That's it for this episode of Target USA. Coming up in our next episode, the secret, insidious way disinformation moves around social media. So what we have seen uh, is, especially on uh, social media, uh, some of those main narratives, anti-Ukraine narratives, anti-NATO narratives, anti-Western narratives. Urve Eslas is a disinformation expert in the Estonian Government Office Strategic Communications Department. She says the flames of disinformation on social media are being fanned. Especially in Russian language social media. So, how do they fight back? So, we try to build trust between uh, government institutions and NGOs, uh, media organization, and also between people. That's coming up on the next episode of Target USA. In the meantime, if you have any questions or comments about the program, send me an email. You can reach me at jgreen at wtop.com. The letter J, the color green, one word, at Whiskey Tango Oscar Papa. jgreen at wtop.com. Also, please subscribe to our podcast and follow us on Twitter. We're at TUSA Podcast. That's at Tango Uniform Sierra. 
Alpha podcast. And if you want more national security news, you can sign up for my newsletter. It's called Inside the Skiff, and you can sign up at WTOP.com slash email. I'm J.J. Green, and this is Target USA. The National Security Podcast.